Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Desner. Hi, it's Cheryl, and it's Solo in the City time. It's Saturday night in Montreal, and it's a beautiful, beautiful evening to be out and enjoying the city. I myself just came in from a lovely dinner. It's fantastic right now because you can sit on terraces outside. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. And the whole weekend is just still ahead of us. So I'm really excited tonight, actually, because it has been a summer where a lot of people have reached out, and whether it was through Twitter, Twitter or Facebook or calling into my 1-800 number. By the way, if you didn't know, I do have one. It's 1-844-744-SOLO. And you can call me and you can ask me your questions, anything you want to know about relating, dating, mating. We get into all various different topics. And what I've decided to do tonight was have a fantastic member of Solo in the City joining me. It's Erin Melinda Boker. You know her as the CJAD Weather Girl. And uh, you're going to help me out tonight with the questions that are going to come in. I'm so excited. Well, you know, I was I was going through your your messages and there's uh, people have questions. It's interesting. We there's people that are that are that are, that are dating. We're actually we're going to probably talk to our producer about his long-time dating yeah, experience. But great story with Sean. But everybody has questions and it's just it's such a rare opportunity to be able to ask someone. And you know, I I've, I've always enjoyed our conversations. You have such a great perspective. Um, Thank you. I, well, you're a love style coach. I am a love style coach. And you know, that's what it is all about. It's about styling the love life we were meant to live. And and I really love using that analogy of how we style ourselves, whether it's with our clothing or in our homes or the way we, you know, just peruse around a city because we can all enjoy the style of love that we want and to create the kind of world we want to live in in that love. And whether it's the love of our, well, first and foremost, the love of ourselves. Absolutely. Then it's about the love of our family and our friends and our community. And of course, loving somebody as a partner. And it's not the same for everybody. And everybody wants something different, you know, and it can mean something different. I remember when I wrote 365 Days to Find Love, a gentleman, actually, he started um, Lava Life. Uh, David Shimandi was one gentleman who said to me, well, 365 Days to Find Love, isn't that different for everybody? And what if it's not about loving somebody, the same person for eternity? And I went, you're 100% right, because what one person loves um, in a relationship, somebody else wants something different. So this is really what I want to do tonight. And we're opening up the lines, you can call us at uh, 790-0800. And um, you can call us and ask us any questions that you want. And we're going to answer some questions that people had sent in as well, uh, either by text or a few of the letters actually that are received over the summer. So we can really look at summer loving and get ready for, you know, changing things up for the fall, seeing how we want to take that next step to opening up our love life. And, and, you know, it's up to us to do that. So 
I think we should uh, get with it. Yeah, absolutely. And make sure you give us a text if you if you're shy to speak and you want to text instead. 100%. You can always give us a text at Star Talk. That's Star Eight Two Five Five. And I'm going to start off with uh, with a, a letter that we got this summer. Uh, she says, "Hi, Cheryl. I'm a big fan and a faithful listener, and I love Thank your show. You. <laughs> and I now need your help." And she says, "I've been dating this nice man for only three weeks, and now he wants me to come and have." dinner with his whole family it will be with his mom dad three sisters grandma uncles and aunts and that's a (laughs) lot of people she says she's not quite ready for that yet she thinks it's a bit soon he's a little annoyed that she wants to wait but that's just how she feels and she would like sandra is her name and sandra wants to know if she's wrong to feel this pressure Well, first of all, you can never feel wrong for feeling how you feel. I mean, that is the first and foremost thing when I talk about love style. It's about loving yourself and knowing what your boundaries are. And those are very important things to address, Sandra, when you're you're having these kind of challenges within a relationship is knowing your boundaries and where to where you can go and where you feel comfortable. And I think one of the things to look at is, you know, yes, I'm sure on a certain level, he might be very interested in this relationship. And we can't negate that either, because he has his feelings. So I think you are in a budding relationship, but you said it's three weeks. And one thing is to look at this as something that is your first challenge, something that you have to now communicate with each other. And communication is the, you know, the bane of everybody's um, relationships that can cause problems. So it's how you're going to communicate with each other and and really learn to hear each other and also respect each other. Three weeks is, for some people, a long time, especially, you know, you're not saying um, how often you're dating. You know, if you're dating every single day or you're seeing each other every single day and you, you've kind of decided that this is an exclusive relationship that you want to be in, well, you know, it, it might be something that's very important to him that it's, you know, um, maybe his religious background, maybe his family ties, you know, and that's a beautiful thing that he wants to introduce you to his family and involve him, involve you on so many different levels. So I think you have to really have that communication and um, if it's really too early for you and you're uncomfortable it might not go well and I think that's one of the things that we can look at and and discuss with with this gentleman and say I will get there just let me go at my speed and let's get there together one step at a time we have a text from a listener uh, and her name is Anne, and she says that she was on a train two weeks ago. She met this really funny, gorgeous, sexy guy. They went to Toronto. They were sitting next to each other, and they were on the same train on the way back. Now, they exchanged business cards, but he didn't call her yet, and she wants to know if she should call him, or would that seem desperate? Okay, it's definitely not desperate. Um, we're in 2016. Women ask men out all the time. There are sometimes where... You can be in a situation with somebody where, for instance, you might say, you know what, um, how about we exchange cards? And they may feel awkward and give it to you in that sense. But it sounds like, you know, when you both do it, because if he didn't want to, he could have said, you know what, I don't have a business card. I'll take yours. So chances are you, you 
you had a connection, there's nothing wrong with calling him up and saying, you know, it was great meeting you. Would you love to get together for a coffee one day? And and take it slowly, but put it out there. I, I say go for it. You know, you're never going to know. And I will tell you a personal story. I met a gentleman. Um, actually, I was in a relationship with somebody that I met at a restaurant and he took my business card um, over dinner that night. He came over, introduced himself to me. I handed him my card. I didn't hear from him for seven months. I couldn't find him because he didn't live in town. But when he finally reached out, there was a reason he didn't call me for seven months. He felt that he wasn't in a position at that moment to engage into something new because he had a recent breakup. You don't know. This man might have been coming back from a business and had to come back and report into his office and sit for the next two weeks working on some big deal. So there might be a reason he hasn't called yet. So go for it. I say definitely call him. Now, we'd like to hear from you. We've got a lot more text to get to, but you make sure you give us a call. It's live tonight. It's rare you get to... And you know what? I like I like the whole love style thing because you know what? People spend so much time choosing the outfit they're going to wear or the home they're going to decorate or the car they're going to drive. Why can't you do the same thing when you're creating your love style? So give us a call, Star Talk. That's star 8255 for your text and the phone number 790 Oh, 800. Oh, 800. <laughs> yeah, <that> ah! <laughs> yeah, those little O's at the end. It's like double hearts. Think yes. of double hearts and, and calls. So, you know, the, the beauty of love styling and everything is something that if you want to break it down, you can look at it this way. When we talk about styling ourselves, and, and I don't want to make it sound trite because it's really not actually. If you think of it, you start by getting dressed by grooming yourself. You know, we take a shower, we clean ourselves up. That's our basic essence of who we are. It's about knowing who we are. So that grooming really reflects about us taking care of ourselves, you kind of knowing those boundaries and uh, that are important to you, your values, your morals. That's your naked self. And then we put on our undergarments. And that is our energy. You know, people know that it's there. They know that you're wearing, usually wearing underwear and a bra and, and that bra can keep us perky and a man's, uh, <laughs> a man's shorts can keep his, his things in place there. Yes. But, you know, that's our energy. It's, it's coming out and being positive. And um, then we put on our clothing and, and we can roll forward with that. And I, I, that's how I kind of came up with this love style coaching because I really do think that each of these pieces of ourselves, our undergarments, our clothing is something that we can choose for ourselves. You are listening to Solo of the City. And your questions and your texts live tonight. Give us a call, 7900800 or Star Talk. That's Star 8255. And the delicious and delightful, my lovely friend Cheryl. And Daniel Brooks is coming up Ooh. also on the next segment with us. Off to my city, off to my home. We're flying up, no ceiling when we. Baby, this is what you came for. Lightning strikes every time she moves. Hi, welcome back to Soul in the City, and we're continuing tonight with questions that were sent in over the summer that I received either through my Twitter, Facebook, and um, directly from solonthecity.tv. You can actually go onto my site and you can 
put through questions to me anytime. Also, you can call me at 1-844-744-SOLO. I do answer those calls usually within the same day and always happy to lend an ear and hear what your dilemmas are and see if we can help you get one step closer to feeling good about getting out there and loving yourself, loving somebody else, or finding that special somebody. And now I'm really excited, Erin Melinda, because I have Erin Melinda still here with me in studio, helping me on these phone lines. And we're being joined by Dr. Danielle Brooks. She is a personal development expert and passionate about helping you transform from the inside out. She's a healer, a teacher, author and speaker extraordinaire, and has also been my co-host in previous months on Solo in the City. Welcome back, Danielle. Thank you so much. It's so good to be here with everyone. It's it's a lot of fun, and also because you and I have also had conversations about your own love life. You're single as well. Indeed, I am. Indeed, you are. And um, I, I I asked you to come onto the show tonight because we we actually have had a great relationship and talked about many different things about life and love and light because. Everything about you is about light, correct? Absolutely, and love. And love. And, and so love. I like what you're saying about being the life uh, love style coach. A love style coach, yeah. You know what? Um, relationships are so complex. We as individuals are so complex. And I really think that when we talk about our love lives, it's about choosing our own style you know I, I and I for me it was something very relatable because also I come from the fashion world that was mm -hmm. my expertise in the back and um, I just felt that it's something when I speak to people and I speak with groups it's tangible they actually get it absolutely know? because the whole point here is for people to realize that we create our own lives we are our own creators so you're styling your life you're styling your relationships you're actually creating what it is that you want to live and how you live. It's very empowering. It is very empowering. And it's and more so when you start to really grasp onto that. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, that's that one step at a time. And, and whether it's, you know, doing the grooming of the inside and then going all the way outside, right down to your accessories. And the most important part also is, you know, shoes because they ground us. I mean, that's what we walk on. That's, it's how we ground ourselves. And everything about relationships have to be grounded, right? We have to, we have to stand firm. Yeah. And we have to be standing firm within ourselves so that the first and most important relationship is the one we have with ourselves. Right. So honoring ourselves, respecting ourselves seeing our own self-worth, and then expressing that out into the world because we'll always attract that which we are or that which we relate or identify with. And, it's, and so when you start to understand that you change yourself from the inside out, then the outer world is an outpicturing of your inner reality. And everything is possible. Everything is possible. So, Era, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Danielle and I um, actually had a long conversation, a few conversations about her own <laughs> personal love life. And when you talk about attracting what's out there um, and attracting the same, right? So you recently started a relationship with a gentleman um, who does not live here, and it was through work. And you started really doing it as, as a business thing. And then all of a sudden, the emails over time became more personal. Yeah, what an interesting journey that was. It's an interesting journey. And then what was interesting for me was when we were talking about it, and I remember you said to me, well, 
It's interesting. The gentleman has invited me on a date, mm -hmm. right? Do you want to tell everybody where that date is too? <laughs> well, can well, it's interesting because uh, because I felt like I don't want to go in the same direction as him, but the date was actually into outer space. Wow. Yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, kind of. Jeez. Uh, yeah. It's like coffee went out the window. Let's go to outer space. Well, you know, you definitely got to go on a date with somebody if he's inviting you into outer space. I mean, at least have dinner <laughs> so with that's him, like right? One of those, one of those like big <laughs> SpaceX trips that they're booking now. That's right. They started booking them now and they'll be launching in about a year's time. And I've been working, uh, ironically, I work in energetics and, and vibrational medicine, but this gentleman works in a whole different area of energetics and, and, um, and energy. Uh, and and liquid and power, you know, wow. solar energy. And so the opportunity came up and I said yes to it. However, the dynamics really shifted. And this is an interesting one. And I'm so happy that we're here talking about relationships in this way, because uh, there are often a lot of projections. Let's just be honest about mm -hmm. this. When we meet people, we all, everyone has a certain element of projections. Um, and it's a very interesting dance if you're meeting someone professionally and that developing into more personal. Right. And and it is a dance, is it not? Well, relationships are a dance. And that's one yeah. of the things you have to learn, like when to step forward and when to step back. And you really, mm -hmm. when you look at ballroom dancers forever, you know, they're always in sync. They're always moving around that room together. And, and that is part of it. But I do remember that when we started talking about it, you were saying you wanted to go on this date. Mm -hmm. And um, your only concern was that you hadn't really been with each other and he was going to come here to see you first. And, and your question to me was, I think he has expectations, right? Uh, Not just yes. projections, but it was the expectations. Intense. It was intense. And and this was one of the things that I, I, the reason I wanted to talk about this tonight is because those expectations, that was your fear. But the fact is they're his expectations, if they were even there, you weren't even sure. And, and what I want to kind of focus on at that moment is saying, we can't tell somebody else not to have expectations. We can just say, I hope that they don't have expectations and I can only do what I can do within this relationship. It's kind of going back, Erin Melinda, to what we were talking about with this young woman who yeah. wants to go to this family dinner or doesn't want mm -hmm. to go to this family dinner. So somebody else might have expectations, but we don't have to always meet those expectations. I found that very helpful when you gave me that that good tip because it did really help me in understanding that this is not my issue. Um, if someone else is coming to the table with that, that's theirs and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But if I can just say that if you can speak your truth with someone and what you were talking to before about that whole idea about communication, it's so very important. And so I know that for myself, I voiced how I felt and I, and I really did voice it that way. I spoke about that I didn't feel comfortable or that I felt uncertain. And then it's interesting to see how someone responds to that what their response is. And I think you really have to just gauge it one step at a time. Well, all relationships have to go that one step at a time. You mm -hmm. also, you're just recently, Era Melinda, starting to date again. Yes. And, and well, it's it's interesting because, you know, um, like a lot of our listeners, and by the way, join in on the conversation. Remember 790-0800 or Star Talk, that's Star 8255. It's, it's interesting because... Um, 
I started to see someone who's been a friend for a long time, but just, I don't know, it never occurred and just all of a sudden just sort of happened. But it's very much, I think, you know, if you've been, I was married before and, you know, it, it it's very much, you don't have, as you, as you get older, and, but I think it should be like this all the time. I didn't have any, I had zero expectations. I just thought, let's see where this goes. You know, I had this conversation with Cheryl that, you know, when you're younger, you we tend to just do things. We just like, let's see what happens. Then, you know, I found as I was getting older, I was getting a little sort of, I wouldn't say controlling, but just trying to manage everything, you know, because I was so used to looking after people. And now it's just like, I'm just going with the flow. Well, I, I think there, there's definitely it. differences between when we're younger and now as well. And it kind of goes back to this um, love styling and picture a closet. When we're 25, you know, we're just starting to buy our clothes and we're starting to build their wardrobe. And it's a small little cupboard in, in an apartment, possibly. And then at this stage, you know, we have, you know, possibly these walking cupboards filled with clothing that we've piled up and piled up and piled up. We We can kind of decide to wear something and not wear something but when you're younger you're you're trying to build that that relationship you're trying to build that that wardrobe that style and the expectation is a little different with Mm -hmm. the 25 and and 30 year old group because we're not having children now you know Mm -hmm. we, we don't have to go down that road they want to create this life you know um it and especially for somebody like myself children are creating the life that I've already had. The relationship that I'm in now can be that comfy sweater that I just want to wear every day because I don't need something new in my life every single day. I want to stay here and now and where I am. I like that, the here and now, because I'm totally in the belief personally, no expectations, no assumptions, and boy, life really simplifies oh, yeah. if you can maintain that. And if you can, then you're staying present as opposed to projecting into the future or bringing the past into the present. So when you allow your expectations to take on, they constrict. And and I find they very, I, I found them very constricting in that dynamic that we were speaking to about my, my dating. It it became very controlling and very uneasy and very uncomfortable. And I don't want that because who knows what's possible. I would much rather go with the flow and and then just see where it all leads. And yes, you have to have, I, I mean, not have to, but it's it's wonderful to have values. It's wonderful to have goals. It's wonderful to have things that you know are important for you, be it being a parent or, or um, how you live your life or what your schedule is like but also giving someone the wiggle room to get to know you and yeah. for you to get to you know have them. to get to know each other. Uh, you're listening to Danielle Brooks, who has joined us on the show, and we're answering questions today. We have some more questions and texts coming in, and I've got a letter coming up that I want to read from one of my listeners. We're going to continue the Q&A here on Solon City on CJAD 800. Call us, 790-0800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. When I know motivation, I want 
We're back, and it is the Ask Cheryl special here tonight. And in studio with me is Erin Melinda Boker and Dr. Danielle Brooks. And I kind of want to get back, ladies. Um, I have a question here. Actually, it's not a question. It's a letter that was sent to me. And I want to address this because I think it's very important. Um, it was from a gentleman. He wrote in, I am 29 years old. It has been a year since I broke up from a six-year relationship. Before that, my other relationships have been, I suppose, the typical teenage crush moments where values didn't seem to have so much emphasis and was based on mainly if you truly enjoy the other person's company. And of course, a big bonus if they're attractive. Now getting into the dating realm and as an adult, everyone has their ideal concept of what they are looking for. But aside from the logical side, I have a hard time grasping what should I look, feel for in a person so I know whether to continue dating or whether it's a dead end. I completely understand the shared value stuff and all, but should I also be feeling a spark? Or are these spontaneous, beautiful moments, sensations, something we only have in our teens or are they only seen in movies? I feel... This is a stupid question, but I'm asking anyway. Oh, my goodness. So first of all, when I saw this, I went, there's no stupid questions, right? Do mm -hmm. we all agree on that, ladies? Absolutely. Yeah. There are no stupid questions. I, I remember my grandmother used to say, you know, you always ask because that's the smart thing to do. I try to knock that into my kids all the time, too. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, um, listen. There is something that's going on right now out there, and it's not easy for people to connect. Statistics show that right now, if you go back to 1960, 72% in the U.S., people over 18 were married. It is now down to 51%. That is a huge decline in marriage and, and people, you know, connecting. And then you have the divorce rate on top of that all. So the fact is that right now, especially in this younger generation, your 29 year old group, everybody is moving at very fast pace, right? Everybody here is shaking their heads like even we're all moving at a fast pace. But the thing is, you also have this pool of people that are also staying in college longer and doing their education longer. And it's hard to concentrate on everything at once. Butterflies, they're great. You know, we, we love the idea of butterflies and we've all felt it. But it's kind of like what you were saying, Erin Melinda, and you also, Danielle, there's something to be said about meeting somebody and going one step at a time. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to be attractive. You want to be um, pulled in by that person. But that spark often just fizzles out really fast. It's like, oh boy, does it Yeah, it, it is. And, and we learn that with age. You know, it, mm -hmm. it's fun to have that spark. But I've been with uh, somebody and I'm dating somebody now. When I met them, I had a spark. But... It was immediately followed up with all these other things, these intellectual, spiritual, emotional connections that you feel. And that's what carries you along, right? So it's about waking up in the morning and that's the woman that you're thinking about. It may not be butterflies, but it's like, I wonder what she's doing. Mm -hmm. I, wonder, I, I wonder if I can maybe see her tonight. I, maybe I'd just like to call her 
even though and the 29 year olds are usually texting a lot. <laughs> I don't know how much calling is going on. But I think that you have to give yourself the time. Now you, you are out of a six year relationship. You are now an adult and let yourself go into this one step at a time, but with full heart and full mind. And because the mind is also going to play a very big part in this relationship because monogamy also is a decision we make. It's not something we're born with. And we have to choose to be monogamous with that one person we want to develop a relationship in. And it's very complex and there's lots of elements to it. Attraction is one, spark is another. But Era, you were saying that this person you're with now was a friend. For a long time. And actually, I'd like to bring uh, Sean uh, McKeo, our producer, into this conversation. Because, because he also is the, was yeah. the same thing. He was with somebody for a long time. And right, Sean? That's right. Uh, we, we first met in 2002, and we only started dating in 07. So there you go. So the spark kind of developed, yeah, right? Exactly. And we, same thing for you, Era. Yeah. And the thing I, I it, it's funny because Cheryl talked about this on another show, Danielle, that we were, that we were on mm -hmm. to uh, doing that I did with her. And she said that, that dating, that when you're in a relationship, and this is what I see with Sean and his nine-year relationship, if you're in a long-term relationship, you should be constantly dating. That's Cheryl's advice. Date forever. Date forever. Oh, yeah. I want to date you forever, right, Sean? Yeah, uh, it's working for us so far. <laughs> it's Keep been dating. nine years, almost ten. But keeping it fresh, right? Like this is what you always say. It should be exciting and 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 energizing. It should never. It's great to have the comfortable sweater, but you got to have a little bling there on then. Oh, absolutely, sparkles. Oh, lots of sparkle. Listen, I I just have to say I love this question, and as you were reading it out, it struck me that. This gentleman, this young gentleman, is just, he sounds gorgeous. He does, eh? From the heart. Yeah. Mm. And so I love that idea of what you brought up, which is it really is a combination of heart and mind. And giving yourself that time to just feel into it. See how it goes. And you know, that, that spark that he was talking about, that teenage crush, let's all weigh in on this, Sean, you too. Um, we can feel that at different moments in a relationship, a long-term relationship. I was married for 25 years. You, you can feel that and you can also ignite that, right? We can ignite that in our partner as well and, and bring it out from them. I find that it's just that, that if you, if, when you get older, you shouldn't get old. You know, it's just, I, I like to say I'm not older, I'm ripe. And, but I find that, you know, and for me, a fun relationship is where you still, you have those, you look for those little shared moments where, mm -hmm. the, and, and I do, I still get, I'm getting the butterflies now. And it's funny because it's, it's based on a long-term friendship, but it's just, you get to that point where it's like, you want to, you you're so happy with them that you want to do stuff like to surprise them and like, you know, little things here and there, like, like that, you know, we were talking about earlier how you, when you first start dating, sometimes that sort of falls by the wayside. But if you work at it and you have that goal of like cherishing that other person and making them feel happy, I, I don't know if I'm exp expressing what you Well, you are, you are. But it's interesting also because I'm, I am thinking about this gentleman and he's 29 years old. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's a, a, process that he he's gone through to you know through the six-year relationship and now and and moving forward 
when people start in these younger relationships and then they grow, so Sean, you can can tell me how you work this into your relationship now. You have a two-year-old. And some people yeah. think that the spark dies also because, you know, we have all these responsibilities and children. Do you ever do like date night? We do. Just- we do at least once a month, uh, sometimes more, although our schedules don't exactly allow it all the time because she's working nine to five and I'm kind of working pretty much all over the place. Uh, but we do make time for, for each other as well. You know, we'll, uh, we'll call up the grandparents and, uh, get them, get them to babysit. And then the two of us will go out and, and it's you crucial. Get that spark. Absolutely. Um, uh, we still have moments almost 10 years, 10 years into the relationship where we're like, wow, can't believe we're, we're, Aww. we're here. We're, we're together. Yeah. Oh, that's Aww. awesome. Oh, we're, we're all swooning here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you get those kind of butterflies with people when you know they get you. Yes. yes. When you know they hear you. When you know that they understand where you're coming from. And when that happens, oh my God, the butterflies are amazing. Well, the butterfly is a connection, right? It's yeah. saying, I, that butterfly is like, I want to kiss you, mm. right? Mm. I want to hold you, right? And that is something when it's that butterfly, it cre- you know, it's kind of that cocoon, right? It gets bigger and bigger, and then the butterfly really spreads its wings and comes out. So the beauty of it is the butterfly that you're talking about, the spark can die really fast but if you are that butterfly you'll keep flying back to each other and you know the butterfly always lands on your shoulder right so that butterfly when you know that that person is getting you and you create more of a bond and the bond keeps growing and growing the butterfly keeps flying and keeps coming back absolutely that, right yep and and so i i really want you to understand this um i i think it's nathan i wa- i want you to really know that you can feel that butterfly and you should feel that butterfly but it may not happen on the first date and it may not happen on the second date but if that person is holding your interest let it grow you know let it have time because that butterfly feeling will be forever in your gut with somebody that you really are crazy about the spark it's a spark it's gonna go poof (laughs) and it's gone yeah and right? Nathan, you sound fantastic anyways. I, I mean, you really sound like you know what you're talking about as far as values, morals, and what to look for. So I've I've absolutely no doubt in my mind that you're going to have an extraordinary time with someone or different people on this journey. And I'm going to um, ask you to uh, wait patiently because I have a few ladies that are already <laughs> texting me on my phone going, oh. I'd like to meet <laughs> I want to meet Nathan. I know. So you're going to be getting a call from me at my <laughs> when you see my number, 844-744-SOLO, show up on your phone. Answer it. You got to answer it because I might just have uh, somebody... Oh. For you to go out with very oh, soon. The love style coach strikes that again. The love style yes. coach strikes Ka-ching. again. Ka-ching. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love doing that. So um, we uh, do have our lines open. And again, you can call in at 790-0800. And we do have another question that um, just came in, right? Yes, we do. Um, and, and we're going to, um, actually, we have to go to break soon, but uh, I'm, I'll just, I'll start this off, but just by saying, um, this woman is, uh, 
Her name is Susan, and she says she's been spending a lot of time with her widowed mother since her dad died three years ago, Mm -hmm. and it was important for her to help her mom through the transition, and she doesn't regret it. But now she'd like to get out a little bit more often and meet somebody. But she feels guilty about leaving mom alone, and she said, what do I do? I don't want to leave mom feeling neglected, but I would like to start dating. Okay, so we're going to answer that um, very shortly. You're listening to Soul in the City on CJD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We're back with Solo in the City, and we're answering questions. People have been writing in all summer, and I'm addressing some of the things that they were asking about, as well as some people who are texting in. We just did get a text coming in, and I'll just reiterate the question. Um, It was a woman who uh, is saying that she's been taking care of her widowed mother since her father had died three years ago, and it's important to help her in the transition. And I don't regret it, but I would like to get out more often now and maybe meet somebody, but I feel guilty about leaving her alone. What do I do? I don't want mom to feel neglected, but I would really like to date and find someone nice. So I'm going to say it as a mother. And um, I want my children happy. I want my children to find love. And your mother is um, mourning the loss of her husband. But she also knows what it felt like to have a husband and have somebody in her life. So you shouldn't feel guilty. I say, have a conversation with your mother. Tell her, you know what? I love spending time with you. I have a date tomorrow night, once you have one. And I'm sure she is going to smile and be tickled pink that you're going to go out and experience the things that she was fortunate enough to experience with your late father. So I would say... You have to do it. You owe it to yourself to have the love style that you want. You have to create your love life. And you know what? As a Jewish mother, I'm going to say she's probably really going to be happy because down the road, that means grandchildren. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure there or anything like on your first date. Yeah, like I don't want you to feel pressure, but your mother probably wants grandchildren. (laughs) Hit the ball out of the park. Hit Go it, hit it over. Well, you know what? The, <laughs> the fact is, we do. I, I can't wait to be a grandmother. I, okay, don't look at me so shocked, Aaron. No, just no I do. Well, just, I'm just looking at it. Just, it well, they're going to have they're going to have the most gorgeous grandmother. I'm, I'm oh, not saying well, grandmas can't be gorgeous, you, but I just you. it's hard for me. It's hard for me to think of that right now. But you know, I'm sure um, we're with uh, Dr. Danielle Brooks. I'm sure you know that's there. That's something too. Like you know, she's probably probably healing over the last loss of her father as well, yeah. and you know, helping mom out. But you know, it's part of the healing process is to start again right absolutely the whole thing around grief is it's such a tender topic and it's such an intimately personal one and it's that never goes away it it has its own pace and speed but you can create a life around it and all i want to say to that is it's not a this or that i spend time with this person or i spend time with that person think of this more as a this and that that's right. You can you can do both because both 
are going to nourish you. Both are going to make you feel good and both are important for you. And when you are taking care of yourself, you're really at your best for everyone else. Uh, that Amen to that. Because that was that, That's actually perfectly, perfectly said. We do have to nurture ourselves and, and that will make it even a better relationship between her and her mother, right? Absolutely. So it's a this and, and that. that. This and that. Put them both together. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got another text. Okay. All right. Uh, this is, uh, this is, hi, Cheryl. I'm a 49-year-old woman going out with a 25-year-old man for mm-hmm. about six months now. And she says her friends tease her and call her a cougar, but she doesn't think of him as a boy toy. She says that he seems to really get her and is very mature, and they have a lot of common interests. He doesn't want children, and he told me he doesn't care about, he doesn't care about her age. Do you think this could work out long term? Well, here's what I have to say. Um, and not everybody will love what I have to say either. I think that right now, if you're enjoying somebody's company who's 25 years younger, then your friend should respect you and you should continue doing as you wish. Statistically speaking, these relationships do not work out. There is a 25-year-old or age gap and you're 49. 49 right now is the old 30. I mean, I'm 56 years old. I don't feel my age. I don't think I look my age, but... I am 56. I am going to be 66 in 10 years from now. We do mature. And the other thing is, you that age gap is going to grow as you get older. So the 25 year gap that doesn't seem very big now, when it's 85 and 60 is huge. The other part is, when somebody is in their 20s and says they don't want children, they may not know what they're talking about. Right, Danielle? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm quietly laughing over here. Yes, because, uh, you know, things change. We change. Things change. And, and I will tell you personally, I was in a relationship when I was in my 20s and I was engaged to a man 23 years older than me. I did not think I had to have children. And then very shortly afterwards, I realized I needed to have these children. We were engaged. We were together seven years. And I had to leave the relationship because I knew it was important to me. And you can't give up things that are so deep in in, in, in our hearts sometimes for somebody. So enjoy the relationship. I'm not going to say they never work. But statistically, this relationship is not going to be long term. So enjoy it. But Remember the statistics. Mm, I have one rule of thumb. What's that? Uh, The only guarantee in life is change. And so when you realize that and you're open to that, then you can roll with it. But this whole idea of uh, constancy, it just doesn't happen. Everything changes. Right. Well, we have a caller coming in. Let's uh, bring her on the line. Hello. Welcome to Soul in the City. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Who am I speaking with? Uh, my name is George. Hi, George. I'm calling actually with uh, it's about a, fr- a good friend of mine uh, that um, he he. The question is basically a problem that uh, we sp- I spoke to him about about it, and uh, he's he's been mentioning it to me lately. 
Uh, what happened with him is uh, back in the day, a few years back, he, he had his heart broken um, from his uh, girlfriend at the time. They were planning his, their wedding and everything. And then uh, she ended up going out with his best friend and then they, get, they ended up ma- getting married. And ever Ouch. since, uh, what's been happening is he would see girls, there would be the spark, uh, they would start uh, talking throughout, let's say, the night, or he would approach a girl, and then next thing you know, he would stop talking to the, like, he wouldn't even call the girl back the next day or text, he would disappear, and even though he'd be really interested, he would show a lot of interest, and then all of a sudden, he would stop showing that interest or he would stop calling or he stopped texting. Um, I don't know if it's, if it's, if it's uh, more that he's scared. He's, uh, he's scared to have his heart broken again. Well, I, I, I think you're probably on the right track. So I will say this. Um, first of all, I would be happy to speak to your friend. If he wants to call me, he can call me at 844-744-SOLO. I would love to help him out. Chances are he does have something that he's projecting when he's out on these dates with these women. And he might have to take some time and heal what he hasn't healed yet. It might be something that's coming out as desperation, that he's pushing too much, too fast, kind of like what Danielle was talking about earlier on in the show. Um, But there's probably something there that he is doing, and um, I would be happy to help him with that. So have him call me, okay? Sounds like... Sounds like a job for the love style coach. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, George, for calling in with that. <laughs> so um, speaking of love style coaching, I, I know you you like people to get out there and... I, I do, I do. And this weekend also, um, we're going to be talking a lot about festivals and I just want to touch on some of them because every week, Danielle, we talk about what's going on in the city. So this KISS calendar this week is mm-hmm. all about the festivals and it's interesting that Sean was talking earlier about the Garlic Festival. That's not necessarily the best place <laughs> if you want to go on a date. <laughs> Unless you want to meet a fellow garlic lover. Unless you want to meet a fellow garlic lover. Um, so one of the things that's going on in the Old Port, I was actually there today, talk about starting your heart they are you know sending off these cannons and these guns because they are doing at the Pointe aux Colières Museum of Archaeology and History it is the 18th century market and they bring you back in time and they're doing all these reenactments and there was food festivals everywhere Mm. and so that's a lot of fun so it's really taking a trip back in time so fun place to to uh, head down tomorrow also all the way till September 5th is the World Film Festival so great way to go out enjoy the things that you love and you never know who might be sitting next to you in the theater there's the Masson Street Festival which is continuing as well and um, that's right near your house right Era? Yeah it's it's in Rosemount it's uh, between 2nd Avenue and St. Michel on Masso and I gotta tell you it's food it's fun it's fabulous they it's a you can try new stuff actually I met these cool guys or Montreal entrepreneurs they make this thing called loop and what they do is they buy all the fruits old fruits and vegetables and turn them into these amazing juices and Ooh, it's really yum. great. And they also make vegetarian sausage. 
So, Vegetarian sausage. Yeah, it, like just I love really that. like there was one that was called like a grilled cheese sausage, which actually tasted like having a grilled cheese sandwich. But uh, it's a great festival. It's uh, run by the Promenade Masson people, and once again, Masson between second till Saint Michel starts tomorrow morning around nine, and goes till four o'clock. Sounds great. And there's also a festival that's going to be starting as well, and it's the Ukrainian festival that's coming up, and this is going to be happening at Parc de Le. Parc de l'Ukraine. I always have trouble saying things like that. <laughs> anyway, it's happening near Bellechasse and 12th Avenue, just off of St. Michel. This is going to be also a fundraiser as well. And they're going to be serving pierogies and oh. you're going to be able to try beer and vodka. There's going to be music and These folk These festivals dancing. are delicious sounding to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and again, fun way, you know, foundation work and, and going out to charity events is also great ways to meet people you know people talk about balls last night there was the ball erotique here in montreal a fantastic event it was like just like so much fun sexy but great place to meet people at the ball listen cinderella went to a ball and met prince charming right so why not step out and attend one of these events all by yourself why not that sounds fantastic and festivals are great places to meet people because everybody's in a good mood always Always. Anyway, you know, I love the show and I want to thank you so much, Danielle, for coming on and first of all, sharing your story, because that's what Solo in the City is all about for me. That's why I started this. This was about share sharing and everybody coming out and sharing our stories with each other. And that's how we, we can learn more about ourselves is we can listen to other people and hear how they think and then say, that resonates with me or it doesn't work Absolutely. For me. We need to be able to bounce ideas off of other people and hear what they've got to say because when we do that, we can then come back and see things from a different perspective. So I love coming on your show. Well, thank you. And I love, <laughs> and I love your advice. You here. Well, I, I, you know, my advice comes from the heart and it comes from experience and, and also from talking to thousands of people about their love lives and, and hearing them and then watching how they uncover how it is that they can move forward and develop the love that they want. To share with somebody else so this is a very important show everybody because it's all about us sharing this is where you can share and era again love sharing the mic with you I love being here with you. It's so much fun. And uh, also a special thank you to, I, to Sean. Thank you, ladies, oh, yeah. for having me on the uh, on the show. It's fantastic. It was fantastic. So we're going to be doing this um, at least once a month where we're going to take your calls and answer your questions. We're going to be here next week. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter as well. You can go directly to soulinthecity.tv and read my blog 365 days to find love you're listening always saturday nights at 10 p.m to solo in the city on cjad 800 and remember keep it simply social because we all know it's all about the kiss see you next week <laughs>